Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we fire up the second year of Album for the Day, we do a little pivot. Mm. We've been doing a different album every day uh, for a year. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's 360-something <laughs> of those for you if you want to go check those out. Yeah. Um, we're going to be focusing still on albums, but in the context of the people who are on the albums and the contributors who made the albums what they were. And I think that's really what breaks down the whole music scene of what we're doing here is just it really gets the backstory of who the people are creating the music that we've grown to love over the years we've found a bunch of new people that we get to talk about which is exciting for me people i didn't even know who were on some of the most fantastic albums ever played and you know the music and you've heard it and now it's time to get to know the artists yeah and today's person behind the albums Mm. And it's a lot of freaking albums. That's Not just his, yeah. other people's too. Uh, Mr. Maceo Parker. Maceo! Maceo! Blow Maceo! <laughs> oh, so Maceo Parker got his start with James Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born in Kinston, North Carolina. I had to look at where that is. It's uh, 80-something miles southeast of... Uh, Raleigh Hmm. and um, James Brown wanted his brother Melvin (laughs) to play drums with him and Mm. Melvin said you got to take Maceo too what a fantastic turn of events for everyone thank you brother thank you Melvin thank Thank you you. Melvin yeah Uh, so Maceo plays the sax um, the alto tenor baritone you name it whatever he wants he plays the flute like a magician um, I've seen him play many, many, many times, and the guy is an absolute, he's a legend. He's um, a beast. The shows that they put on are the funkiest things you will ever see. If you're, if you're not moving and shaking, you are not alive. Like... It, it, because it, what you're supposed to do is shake everything you shake got. Shake everything you got to. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's really, really amazing. Um, and, you know, it, it, coming from, like, the James Brown in the 60s to Parliament Funkadelic in the 70s. I just feel like, I don't know, man, like, I, Maceo left, you know, and he left with Fred mm-hmm. Wesley. And, um, you know, it was like, and I can see how James would be confused but you know James was a very domineering yeah but could, but 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 would you but would you not get that like he i think Maceo was like all right it's almost yeah, like he done, said you're not funky enough we've done the James Brown funk and it's the same it's the same repetitive kind of thing and then 
Parliament's doing something so unique, so, so I creative. Got chocolate funk. Yeah. Now I want Rocky Road. Yeah, exactly. And like, and okay. it was, and it was like, it's as a musician. If you're not challenging yourself, you're not do you're not you're not being your Indeed. full. And he went and did that. Yeah. And then he came back. And then he came back. And because he came back a number of times. Yeah. And he and James, I don't think ever really had like any kind of a beef. No, I I mean, well, I think most people probably had beef with James Brown at some point in their life. And knowing James Brown, he probably yeah. just forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no reason why. Couldn't uh, put my finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> but that so Maceo the guy he, he oh my gosh I, I, I cannot talk highly enough about this man um, so he was born on Valentine's Day I think that's relevant yeah he does a lot of uh, he does a lot of love oriented stuff mm-hmm. and I think that really just cements his credibility in that realm wouldn't you say i would definitely say so um for those of you who have not been introduced to maceo at all um there's many times james Brown will call out in the middle of songs play it maceo or take me to the bridge maceo or no maceo maceo and that this is the james brown introduction to maceo parker um and uh, Maceo, as a band leader, uh, came out with his first album, Maceo and the All and All the King's Men, in 1970. Um, album was called "Doing Their Own Thing," um, and I mean he's recorded. I mean he's been he's been in a studio since the early 60s, um, all the way. His last album was 2020, um, and it's Maceo Parker, Soul Food, Cooking with Maceo. Um, uh, and it's fantastic. Like it's one of those things where y- you think that he kind of has this groove with all the other albums, and it's like, oh, okay, this is. It's just. It's just. He's the funkiest man on the planet. And he won a Grammy for his first stinking solo thing. Yeah, you know, and that's that's a hard thing for anybody. Yeah, um, you know, expectations are always going to be high. Yeah, and but the great thing is that you know. Maceo is not going to let you down. No. Just period. No, he's going to And the great be. thing is that, like, you know, he won that Grammy, and that was not just a recognition, really, of that one particular album. Yeah. That was a recognition of a everything. S- of a story. That he'd cover. ever Oh, done. absolutely. And I think it's interesting. Now, what you didn't bring up, but I found incredibly interesting was uh, that he had a project with Fred Wesley mm-hmm. called The Horny Horns. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, bro, that is some of the funkiest stuff I heard. A blow for me, a toot for you. <laughs> Not that there's two meanings to that either. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, it yeah. was the 70s. It was, 1977 to be precise. I mean... They didn't just do that, that, and we just talked about, you know, one-off projects and stuff, but they put out more than one record. They actually put out two full albums, and then there was some leftover stuff, and they put that out, too. Oh, man. Well, so, people that Maceo has recorded with, we'll just go through that list. Um, Started off with James Brown, Bootsy Collins, Parliament, 
Then he went with Fred Wesley. He recorded with Bernie Worrell. All right, so Bernie Worrell, if you're not familiar with Bernie Worrell, he was the keyboard player that basically turned the Talking Heads into a fun band rather than just a weird band. Um, he a was fun a jazz. band instead of a smart band. He was also the uh, keyboard player in Parliament who came up with every gangsta funk lick that you or gangster rap lick, all that stuff. Bernie He's Warrell. so sampled, man. Oh, He's so it, sampled. I'm going to say, I'm, I would be willing to bet He's the most sampled keyboard player of all time. I'd be willing to bet that. In any case, uh, George Clinton, he played on Freaky Styly by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, he played with Keith Richards on his album Talk is Cheap. Um, now, some of these we got to get a little deeper in. Yeah. Because, like, he did a bunch of stuff with Prince. Oh, yeah. And the stuff with Prince is amazing because not only did two great musical minds get to meet there. Yep. But so did all of the other musical minds in the Paisley Park universe mm-hmm. that Maceo got to meet and be friends with and mm-hmm. do stuff with on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, he met Candy Dulfer. Um, oh, yeah. Alto Sax, who played on Life on Planet Groove. He met her oh, because he... And she's awesome, man. She's awesome. That, and, and that album... Holy cow. I mean, they're all great. Yeah. I actually checked into her. She's She's got the stuff, man. Oh, and yeah. she did that one song with Dave Stewart, um, something about Lily. And it was just a real earworm, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he got to meet all of those people. Not that he didn't already know enough people. Right. Like... <clears throat> He played on a number of albums with Prince, um, uh, and he played live with him um, on the live 2004 Forever Tour Musicology. Which is, I, I, I can't imagine seeing those two incredible artists on the same stage. That's just amazing. It was like He did 21 nights with him when he did his 21-night stand at the O2 Arena in London, man. and he also did 21 nights with him at the LA Forum. It's unbelievable. And they were both really, I would say, I mean, I would say peaking. Oh. Was Prince ever not peaking? He no. He was putting out so much stuff all the time. Like, I mean, his it, creativity it, just there, didn't stop. No, it didn't. And, I've, I, you know, in all honesty, I feel the same way about Maceo. Absolutely. I mean, the dude has been cranking it out for, uh, since the 1960s, and and he's still so relevant right now. Absolutely. That it's just like, I mean, I was listening to his stuff today. Oh, yeah. I was, I was listening to the uh, the live album the, that he put out. Live and, on Planet Groove. Live on Planet Groove. I'm sitting there listening to Life on Planet Groove, and I had Life on Planet Groove. I Absolutely. was just going, oh, my goodness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
And like So let's dig into who else is on that one. Larry Goldings is playing the Hammond on that. Yeah. He's played with James Taylor since two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Vincent Henry plays the bass and alto sax. He played with Whitney, Mary J. Blige, Ice Cube, Amy Winehouse, and yeah. Tom Waits. Wow. Um, Rodney Jones played the guitar. So um, he actually played with Dizzy Gillespie, Lena Horne, and he's also a professor of jazz guitar studies at Juilliard. Wow. That's unbelievable. And I just, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then there's Pee Wee Ellis, who, you know, had some, didn't he have some James Brown experience with them as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also played with Van Morrison, Ginger Baker. Um, Kim Mazell, known mm-hmm. as the First Lady of House Music, mm-hmm. um, she actually does a cover of Candy Staten's Young Hearts Run Free on the. Uh, so good. Romeo and Juliet soundtrack mm-hmm. from uh, the mid 90s. Was that 94, um, 95? Something like that. Yeah. Fred Wesley, of course, we discussed the horny horns already, but mm-hmm. it's it begs repeating. And did and, you mention Candy Dolfer? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. And it's important to mention that Fred Wesley also played with Count Basie. Oh. So that's funky and jazzy. Mm-hmm. And Kenwood Denard uh, on the drums. So that was a really interesting uh, thing for me to look up. Kenwood Denard played with Jaco Pistorius. Mm-hmm. Um, and a band called Brand X that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, uh, neither neither was I. So Phil Collins played in Brand X. Mm-hmm. So clearly they didn't play at the same time. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, no. uh, at some point when Phil Collins was not there, uh, Kenwood Denard was. Mm-hmm. And... They actually, on his birthday, so the original album came out in 1992 and it was recorded in Cologne, Germany, but on his birthday in 2018, Maceo's birthday, uh, they released Live on Planet Groove Revisited and it added extended versions of Fred Wesley's For the Elders, Lionel Hampton's Hamp's Boogie, Woogie, uh, Pee Wee's uh, Chicken, uh, James Brown's Cold Sweat, Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, and included a DVD called Maceo Blow Your Horn, mm. Man. which was apparently supposed to be promotional footage, so a lot of it's black and white. Yeah. And it's not really a documentary. It's pieces of footage yeah. with some context. I can see why they wouldn't release that on the initial album because of you know performance rights and all that kind of stuff. But seeing them live before I've seen them perform all of those songs and I'm telling you like if Maceo is within a hundred miles of you I it, I don't care you go and don't you mistreat see, yourself do, go. And go and go with an open mind if you if, if you've never heard Maceo Parker you've never heard an album before go in being like yeah this is going to be the funkiest show I've ever seen and as funky as you think it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, be more funky. Like it's it's unbelievable what he can do with a crowd. He has the best crowd work. Uh, I mean, he's just one of the best performers. He, he's up in front of everybody, and it's like he has this way of being able to control the crowd of just that wave 
of how a crowd's dancing and feeling it. He can slow it down and bring it up. And, like, he knows. And he's been in the game for years. And the man is respected. And oh, dude. everybody respects him. Yeah. In fact, Jane's Addiction did mm. a song with him mm-hmm. called My Cat's Name is Maceo. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Perry's cat is named Maceo or not. I uh, didn't get the truth behind that, but uh, I know that Maceo played on the song, and it was probably one of the funkier things I've ever heard out of Jane's Addiction, to be honest with you. Mm. I guess it was just in the air that day. It, yeah, it was. Um, Maybe and, you heard the kettle whistle blow. And if uh, if you're interested, <laughs> if you're interested in some more uh, of his studio stuff, uh, my personal recommendation is the album Funk Overload. Funk Overload is uh, the best. Oh, man. Yeah, it was released in 1998. Um, I saw him on this tour. Uh, and it we was, saw him. We saw on him this on this tour. tour, yes. And it was unbelievable. If you're going to start an album, it's got to be there. Yeah. It's got to be an upper. And yeah. it's literally called Uptown Up. Yeah. And you got up in there twice. Yeah. And his son, uh, uh, Corey Parker, um, he is actually, he kind of raps on this album. Um, and it is, it's just a fun But they cover record. Shaka Khan, too. Yeah. And that's hot. Yeah. Tell Me Something Good. Mm. Um, Delicious. Yeah, they do. This one's got Elephant Stepped on My Foot, doesn't it? It, it does. Elephant's Foot. Elephant Stepped on My Foot. Elephant Stepped on My Foot. Oh, I love it. Love it. Yeah. And um, I also discovered today. But Fred Fred Weasley is actually the trombone player. Uh, or Wesley. Weasley. What is that? Wesley. Did you just go Harry Potter on us? You did. That's exactly Weasley. where you got that from. And I'm ashamed that I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Whatever, Dr. Freud. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fred. So, so Corey Parker, he he uh, he's the rapper on tracks one, three, and five. Uptown Up, Maceo's Groove, and Let's Get It On, the Marvin Gaye song, um, which again, it's a staple uh, of a live show with them, and it is fantastic. And it has more than mo- more than one meaning as well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I can't say enough good about that album. There's oh. there's not a song on it I don't like. No, no, there's not a, and that's like kind of that skippable kind of thing. You know what's crazy? I feel that way. So he, his newest album was released in 2020. I was going through it and I was like, man, there's nothing I don't like. There is nothing I don't like on this album. Not even, and it wasn't even like, "Eh, maybe not. I mean, I was like, banger after banger after banger. It was just like, like gracious it's so good and it's like the dude yeah yeah i i would go in that order and if you like what you hear go back just go back go all the way back and just and and crush it all uh dial m-a-c-e-o um is another great one Um, so he actually appeared on uh prince's rave unto the joy fantastic mm -hmm. and did a song with him on there as well as all the live stuff, but he he was working with him before then with stuff with the new power generation. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and I, did we forget to mention the Ani DeFranco connection as well? We did not mention that did just not, yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he so he played on to the teeth. 
with Ani DeFranco as well as uh, Reveling Reckoning. Um, and that That's a was, great song, I might add. Yeah, and, Love that song. And it's kind of that thing of... Um, it was 1999. He was doing Ani DeFranco and Prince. And if anybody can put themselves back in 1999, Ani DeFranco and Prince, they were heavy hitters. Hot. Like both of them. I mean, I, I mean, not that they're not now, no. but <laughs> but well, Prince is kind of you know, it's kind of cold with, now. Not with us anymore. It's kind of cold now. Yeah, but. Um, but but his name is always synonymous with like legendary performer where everything he touched everything he played was gold you know and to have Maceo playing with these people it's just like oh my gosh speaking of Maceo playing with people uh, I would say honestly that uh, the gem that I discovered today was that uh, Maceo played on December 19th of 1998 in Chicago with Dave Matthews Band. Mm. And he played on What Would You Say. Interestingly enough, at the same show, Victor Wooten played. Wow. On a couple of songs. That was one I didn't, I didn't, I actually didn't listen to that recording yet. I didn't either. So that's my, that's my homework for tomorrow. Yeah. I I was not aware, or I certainly would have. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows how awesome Maceo is because... He received the North Carolina Heritage Award. He's also in their Hall of Fame. He's he in their is. State Music Hall of Fame. The uh, He released an autobiography uh, around his birthday oh, yeah. in 2013. It's called 98% Funky Stuff, love My it. Life in Music. I love it. I love it. I like it. Yeah. I, no, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I love that. I love this artist. I love everything about not only his live performances, but his studio work. Um, going back to the early 60s with James Brown, the guy's never been dull. He has never been one of those saxophone players. I mean, he's always pushed the envelope with whatever artist he's playing with, and it is a long list. He's always innovating his instrument. He and doesn't do boring stuff. Yeah. He, you will not get bored listening to yeah, Maceo Parker. Yeah. He brings the funk. He brings the attitude. If you can keep your butt still, get, if, then you are a... You you're are, not even a yeah, human. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not listening. <laughs> you're a robot. Yeah. But you, you fail all those little robot check boxes <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, that's who you are. That's you. <laughs> Anyways, um, album for the day... Uh, our artist this week is Maceo Parker. Uh, definitely go check this dude out. Um, his whole band is fantastic. But uh, please uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. And if you have any artists you'd like us to talk about, um, shoot us an email to album the number four of the day at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Twitter at album number four of the day. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you when we see you. You must give Elephant a dirty look. <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!